Thank you for joining me for another episode of my story, Living with Lupus Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Saturday, June 24th, 2023. Look, today I'm going to be talking about why I have been missing in action. And it's due to a connection of one of my autoimmune illnesses and lymphoma. So, you know what I want you to do, that's right. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and to my listeners late at night, that's right, get ready and grab your favorite glass of wine and come on. And join the conversation right here on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast. Let me start off saying that it is important for individuals with lupus, systemic lupus erythematosus, to have an open and honest conversation with your rheumatologist. Your rheumatologist should inform you that if you have lupus and um, you know that lupus comes along with Sjogren's syndrome and a lot of other Um, coexisting illnesses. I myself, um, you guys know that I have lupus and I also have Sjogren's syndrome. And I am at a higher risk for cancer. In March, I became ill I was so ill that I could not um, get out of the bed. Um, The symptoms that I was experiencing was profuse night sweats, um, loss of appetite, fatigue, um, skin was itching. And um, I mentioned this once before in a previous podcast that I got enough strength to go to my PCP. My PCP told me, go back to your rheumatologist, Susan. Went back to the rheumatologist. They already knew that um, the diagnosis of lymphoma swollen lymph nodes and um, it progressed and I recently went for a fine needle biopsy of the lymph node um, located in my neck. It was the submandibular lymph node and um, How can I say it? But I have to be open and honest with you. That procedure, it was not painful, but it's the pressure 
that they place on the neck to insert the needle to um, grab the cells from the um, lymph node. But before they um, inserted the needles, they did an ultrasound of the area on the left side of my neck and the radiologist said, yeah, Susan, it's enlarged. And he asked me, are you still having the sweats? I said, no. He said, how is your appetite? I said, I have none. Now from March to June, I lost over 30 pounds and I'm still losing weight and um, it's been rough. It's been rough. But I want you to know that for those who don't know, I should say that Sjogren's syndrome is an inflammatory condition resulting from an abnormal immune system response along with causing symptoms such as dry eyes, dry mouth, joint pain. It can increase the risk of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, a cancer of white blood cells called lymphocytes. Now, early studies found that the risk of NHL, which is non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and people with Sjogren's syndrome was 44 times higher than it was in people who don't have this autoimmune disease. That sounds like a scary number, but more recent, larger studies have shown that the real risk isn't nearly as high. Now, what's the link? Well, the connection between Sjogren's and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma lies in white blood cells called B lymphocytes. Lymphocytes are immune cells that protect the body from foreign invaders like viruses and bacteria. Now, I had contracted a virus, my PCP informed me, and it was not treatable with antibiotics. They said that it would just have to work itself out. It did not work itself out until um, the early part of May. That's how long I've been going through this. Now, normally, old lymphocytes die and the body makes new ones to replace them. With NHL, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, the body makes too many lymphocytes and they're abnormal. And that's where I'm at now. And Sjogren's B lymphocytes are overactive. That's what causes inflammation. These immune cells build up in the salivatory glands and other glands, damaging them and leading to symptoms. Now, the lymphocytes can set the stage for developing 
lymphoma. Sjogren's syndrome isn't the only condition linked to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Other diseases that involve stimulation of B lymphocytes can also increase the risk. Now, not everyone with Sjogren's has the same risk. Symptoms and factors that raise the likelihood of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma include enlarged salivary glands, especially if they stay swollen for months or years. My glands have stayed swollen ever since, um, I should say, last year. I've been going through this for a year. Um, persistently swollen lymph nodes, glands in the neck, armpit, or groin, pinpoint or button-sized areas of bleeding in the skin, usually on the lower legs, nerve damage known as peripheral neuropathy, poor blood flow to the fingers, toes, ears, called Raynard's phenomenon, abnormal proteins. The number of factors that um, you have is a key in determining your risk. And people with fewer than two of these factors, the risk for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is less than 4%. And those with three to six of these factors is nearly 40%. Now, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma isn't like breast cancer or colon cancer, where a screening mammogram or colonoscopy to find the cancer and start you on treatment early could make a big difference in the outcome. Unfortunately, um, they just don't have solid evidence that early treatment would necessarily alter the risk. Now, I was on medication for the non-Hodgkin's um, early part of the year and evidently it didn't as I was saying had a little glitch here um, the medication I guess it didn't do what it was supposed to do that's the only thing I can say now if you have Sjogren's syndrome like I do um, you should see the rheumatologist who treats you and they should talk to you about your risk for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Though there aren't any screening tests for lymphoma, you may need to see your doctor more often every 
six to 12 months. Now, I see my rheumatologist every three months. Yeah, every three months. Now, here are the symptoms um, that I was having. Um, swollen lymph nodes. I didn't mention the abdominal pain or swelling, loss of appetite, your skin itching, chest pains. I had trouble breathing, coughing, the fatigue I mentioned before, fever, night sweats, and unexplained weight loss. Now, As I was saying before, you should see the rheumatologist and the doctor should examine you for possible lymphoma warning symptoms, such as, as I stated before, swollen lymph nodes or salivary glands, fevers, night sweats, unintentional weight loss, any enlarged node that persists for more than a few weeks would be of concern. You may also get blood tests to look for proteins in your blood that could put you at a higher risk for NHL. Yes, I had proteins in my blood work. Am I worried? No. If you listen to my podcast when I started out from the beginning, I've been dealing with systemic lupus since the age of five. And was I shocked when they told me about the lymphoma? No, because myself, I and my doctors always have an open dialogue when it comes to my care. You know, I tell them, don't sugarcoat anything, shoot from the hip and we'll deal from there. Yes, um, I'm dealing with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma now. And I am at a higher risk due to the Sjogren's syndrome. If you are experiencing any of these signs or symptoms, go, go to your doctor right away. Don't wait around. Go to your rheumatologist and say, hey, I have this swollen lymph node under my arm or neck or groin. What's going on? You have to take care of it right away. It can be frightening to think that you're at a higher risk for lymphoma. But you have to take comfort in knowing that even if you do get this cancer, your outlook is likely good. Most non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in people with Sjogren's syndrome 
is a type called M-A-L-T, malt, which tends to grow slowly. The most common form of lymphoma that's occurring in Sjogren's has a good prognosis. So, don't be worried. Please don't be worried. Yes, it has been um, a trying time for me. I wasn't worried about, um, how can I put it, the weight loss or nothing like that. I was just sick. I was sick. And I knew, because the first thing my PCP asked me, had you been around anyone new that may have had a virus or something? I said, no. And they were concerned with my white blood count. And that's why they told me, see your rheumatologist. Rheumatologist sent me to the oncologist. So it's a lot of um, doctor visits I was going to, if not, well, it was a weekly basis. If not every other day, it was every week. You know, they were drawing so much blood on me that um, I'm surprised I had any blood left. If you are experiencing anything like I was experiencing, go talk to your doctor and ask them to find out what is going on. Don't let it linger. Stay with me. I'll be right back for some words of wisdom. Here are some words of wisdom for you. Worry less, smile more, listen carefully, take responsibility, accept what you can't change, embrace the lessons, and love your life. Look for something positive in each day, even if some days you have to look a little hard. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living with Lupus Podcast. I thank each and every one of you who listen. And as always, be blessed. I'll see you next time for another episode.